Hi, and welcome to TK Business Live. I'm Tara Dimmick, and I want to do a quick shout out to the people and the organizations that help make TK Business Live happen, the Topeka Independent Business Association. You can find out more about them at topekatiba.org. They have been through and through the sponsor, making sure that TK Business Live is a voice for small businesses uh, in our community. Also, Peggy's Tax, a service, um, it's Peggy's Tax and Accounting. You can check her out at peggystaxks.com and then Lawyer's Title of Kansas. And you can learn more about them at lttopeka.com. So today, it's uh, it's been a couple weeks since TK Business Magazine has launched its newest spring issue. It was a great issue. It's one I'm really proud of. And a big part of it was because we had everything from those entrepreneurs that are now a part of the Junior Achievement Hall of Fame, the Topeka Business Hall of Fame, uh, who are are retiring. Some of them, some of them are are in the this this legacy period of their career. They have so many lessons to share with us to to tell us, you know, here's here's how I went right, and here's how maybe things went wrong, or hey, it's okay when things go up and down because that's just kind of the ride that you take when you're a business owner. And it's it's such great information and powerful inspiration that we can use as we grow our own businesses. But the other reason I'm so proud of this issue is because we also bring in Generation X. They're here, right? We have an expert, John DeMeo, talking about Generation X and how they're here and we have to start thinking about how are we going to market to these individuals who have always lived in a connected world. They have never not lived in a connected world. And if you're a parent of a Gen Xer like I am, you know that. You know how complicated it is sometimes to manage what is it that we're supposed to do. We see them and we think, go outside, play. And they're like, but my friends are all on the phone. And it's just so complicated sometimes. And so uh, this particular issue of TK Business Magazine I got to write about my daughter, Hope. I tend to write about Harmony the last few issues, and I, I do tend to write about my kids. They're very much an, um, a piece of inspiration for me and, and knowledge and, and an ability to look back and say, gosh, I see things in what they do that could make me better. Or sometimes I think I just wish I was a, a kid again. But with Hope in particular, she is 15 years old. She's about ready to turn 16. She's a sophomore in high school, and she is savvy as all get out, and uh, so are her friends. But one of the things that I've watched with her is this love for clothing. And I obviously, she's a 15-year-old girl, so that's just kind of expected. But she has, it's more than that, and, um, and, and same for many. But she loves seeing how to make her own style, how to separate herself, and um, what it looks like to design clothes. And she pays a lot of attention to following those particular blogs and, and the articles that are out there. And and she's become a an online shopper. She buys most of her clothes online, which makes me crazy because I want her to look local and I want her to shop local. But she tends to be more of the, I'm going to buy local. I'm going to go to thrift stores and I'm going to find these different clothes and turn it into its own outfit. Or maybe I'm going to find this special buy and then I'm going to go sell it online and sell it to somebody in another state and get a higher price for it. So the entrepreneur in me loves this, right? I love that she's being creative in, in how she does it. So she lives, um, lives, she works, she explores, she experiences life on some, some particular apps like Poshmark, Depop, and I think it's Macari. And she buys and sells clothes there. So she buys items, like I said, locally or online. She tries to get them at like a lower price and then she'll, she might use them. She might use them for an, a day or an event. And then she goes and sells them and, and attempts to make a profit 
um, all over the world, literally all over the world. So I know just the the other, a few months ago, she was buying from China. She was selling to Hawaii. She was um, getting another package from Texas. She is buying and selling usually a couple packages a week. And so um, so it's, it's a really interesting process for me to watch. Uh, but she does get some big wins. Like she bought a dress for like $25 and sold it back out for $35. Uh, with some of these um, apps, what they do is they actually take care of all the postage. So all you have to do is print the, the mailing and then you're ready to ship it right back out. Um, and it's, it's pretty interesting how it works. So she's learning some really cool skills, like marketing skills. So one of the things that you see with these is that for those those that are on the apps and they are selling their item to you, when it shows up, for a lot of them, it might show up with like a special gift. Um, it might show up with a card, a thank you card for doing business. But there's these, these young mindset marketing pieces that talks about really, well, really showcases how to build a relationship how to do more than just send a package, how to have that special touch so that when you go back on, maybe instead of just searching for clothing, you're actually searching on that individual's page because they made you feel good. They made you, they've delivered a product. Um, that's the other piece of it, right? The, you're living off of reviews. And if your reviews are bad, then people are not going to buy from you. So she has to deliver what she says she's going to deliver. She has to tell the truth. If she says that shoes are in, in great shape and then they show up and they're they're not in great shape then she's going to get marked down for that but she can still sh- sell those shoes if she's honest and says these shoes have been worn they're in average shape but they're good quality shoes and that's what shows up at the the buyer's door then they're going to give her the review she deserves which is a good review because they bought what they were expecting to buy and the price was a reflection of that so it's a really i mean she's learning so much through this between the the value of customer service, getting it out there, you know, she has to get her product out as soon as it's bought because if she doesn't, she can lose the sell. And so she has to make sure she's turning that product out. She's branding herself. She can even take it the next step. And one of the things that she's talked about that I think is really fascinating is um, how do I make my own brand? One of the things that she sees with some of these different um, apps is that when they develop their own store, some of them just say have some branded products that they sell, you know, so that maybe they're maybe they're big on wearing a certain brand. And so when they're tired of that brand, they tend to sell that off. And that's what you see in their in their individual store. So for Hope, what she's seen is she's seen how there are many that are actually developing their own product lines. Maybe they paint jeans or maybe they sew their own clothing. And it's made her really interested in how do I create my own clothes? And so this, you know, this from her perspective, she's looking at things like, okay, so now I need to learn how to sew, right? All these base trade skills that can give her the ability to do more than just be on an app and doing the buying and selling, which I think is for me as a parent, I get so worried about is like, are they all going to just live on these, these apps and on their phones and in social media, or are they going to be able to take what they're learning from social media and then put it into play? And what I'm seeing her do is she's doing just that. She has created, um, out of out of a pair of her brother's Adidas pants, she created shorts and a tube top. Out of a sweatshirt that was mine, uh, she <laughs> cut it apart and created a crop top sweatshirt hoodie. And so she's using that, that desire to be a seller online 
to say, well, what if I created my own line? And now, unlike any time before, she's so connected that she can actually sell those products. People are looking at her, the, that, that pair of Adidas pants that had a hole in the knee that's now a tube top and a pair of shorts uh, was, was uh, requested for $45. Those pants weren't even $45 when they were first bought. So it, it's a really unique situation where she's able to see, I can do something with this. Now, whether she does something with it or not, that's, that's on her own. It's just a great example of how Generation X really has access and a mindset that uh, it could be very powerful, but it also needs some help and some support. And so let me tell you a little bit about that. Because the truth of the matter is, it's, it's not this um, fairy tale of like everything works out and it's such a beautiful picture because I wrote that, um, that piece and the next week, the, ne- the very next week after I wrote that piece and we published it, uh, she, she went offline. She was um, within one of the apps and someone online said, hey, I can't do a credit card purchase through the app. So I was wondering if, if we could figure out another way. So Hope said, okay. And they went offline, which means they just went to texting rather than um, being on that app. And they they started communicating through the texting. And the individual who was buying started having this conversation about how um, she'd like to mail a check and was asked for Hope's, all her information, you know, address and all those things. Hope gave it to her because Hope is a trusting 15-year-old. And the individual starts kind of... <laughs> telling this story about how, I mean, it was just kind of the strange story about how she's going to have her assistant talk to her. And then she says, oh no, I wrote you the wrong check. I just sent you a check for uh, $1,254. You're going to be receiving it from UPS. Please, um, please, I hope I can trust you with this. I'll need you to send me a cashier's check back, right? Hopefully all of you are going ping, ping, red flag, red flag, right? So she, she's told me, about what's going on. Of course, I haven't related to my poor husband yet. So he gets the information because he gets the check in the mail. And he says, what is this? Why is Hope receiving a check for $1,254? And it's, you know, this is where the fraud play comes out, right? So they they have this, the, the, the rest of the play is I want to take, uh, you know, take this check in and get it, get a cashier's check for the, the difference. I'll pay you extra for that dress. I won't just pay you $35. I'll pay you 100 for that dress if you could just do me a favor and get a cashier's check and send that back to me ASAP because um, I made a mistake. I'm going to be in so much trouble. Please help me. You can trust me. Fortunately, she has me and you know parents that are paying attention, um, but it's not just parents, right? This is happening to grown, all of us, all of us. There's There's no like oh, I'm smarter, right? This is a, a, a play on our trust, a play on our humanity, a play on our, our humanness of caring about people. So what what the next play was, the cashier's check, and then if she would have followed through on it, um, she would have submitted a check that would have then came back. Um, and because she's in good standing, she would have they probably would have accepted that check. Um, it would have then come back as a fraudulent check. But she would have already got a cashier's check, which was not a fraudulent check, and sent it on. And so she would have been out the money because she would have sent a good check a, 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 in good faith to an individual she did not know. And and then she would have been out that money that that cashier's check and would have because it was fraudulent or the, of her check that she had received because it was a fraudulent check. 
So it's it's a, a big scam. And and it's one of these other pieces of, I think, what we have to be aware of as as leading Gen Xers, right? So we have this incredibly connected, savvy, what is not necessarily always intuitive to us is extremely intuitive to them to the point where they're almost like, why wouldn't you know that, right? Um, and and so using their talents, and I mean that in the right way, not in use, not in a, you know, a negative way, but really honing in, helping them use their talents, but then also helping them and supporting them and guiding them through what also is a very dangerous world. Um, at one point in time, she, you know, like all kids, wanted to be a YouTube star. And so we went ahead and allowed her to be on YouTube. And she stopped because people were very hateful. And so I think it's really important that we have these conversations with our kids about who are they talking to online? What are they believing? What is actually truthful and what is not truthful? Because in their world, that is their world, where we all grew up in a way where we knew that if Joe down the street was talking bad on us, we could kind of throw it away or we never heard about it. Here in this platform, everybody hears everything. And and it's it's very painful and it's very shocking. Um, she was she was in her social in her on her social media on her YouTube page was told to go kill herself. So fortunately, again, we were having conversations and I was in it, but it would have been so easy for me not to be in that conversation, for her not to share that with me. And um, it's it she could have taken it either way, right? Blow it off or internalize it. And I think it's really important that we're having these conversations with our our kiddos because they are truly entrepreneurial. They are truly creative. They are so connected. The other thing I want to share with you is, is we talked about it a couple shows ago about the Gen X's that are on in, in this, uh, this upcoming or this current TK business magazine. And one of them was Harper's homemade. And so Harper is a, she's a, she's a senior uh, over at Washington rural high school. And she has, I, I just want to promote her business just for a second. So she's got incredible cookies. She has used Instagram as a way to showcase her cookies, to sell her cookies. But my, the funniest thing is yesterday I got on Instagram and the video, you know, they have a video that's like the video you'll like. It was hers. It was her video of her doing her cookies because she does them in such a way that it's almost, uh, it almost, in, you get entranced by um, watching her do the cookies. And so I hope that, you know, as you read the magazine, you might consider, okay, well, let me go check these guys out and follow them and, and see if I can help their business grow and um, learn more about how, how are they using social media? How are, how are they using Instagram to get that following? How are they using their website then to gain it? With Harper, she actually even ha- uses Instagram as her website, basically. You can see all her pricing. You can go check everything out. You know exactly what you're buying. And then it's just a matter of a quick Instagram message. You buy the product and she delivers. Um, it's pretty incredible. And so it's exciting to see what these young people are doing. Thanks so much for um, for hanging out with me, and uh, we'll we'll bring on we'll bring on more guests and more things coming up.